Hello. Welcome to Smiley's. Tonight we'll be discussing Death's Landing, the second book in the Path of Sadness trilogy by Ian Sievelmont, which is not a trilogy any longer, no matter. I'm joined by Mora. Hello, Mora. Hi, Lee. How are you? I'm uh, pretty good. How about you? I'm doing okay. So we finished Death's Landing. Yep. How was it? Uh, oh, yes, yes. I mean, yeah. I think you know my answer to that, given everything oh, that happened oh. in the book. I, I'm not sure. No, no, it's a stark improvement. In the, uh, it's like... Dancer's Lament is a bit out there. It's like the preliminary, it's the prelude to everything that happens. It's not directly related to the events that we care about, I guess. Uh, this uh, book is okay. like directly related to the start of the Malazan Empire and has okay, I wanna cut to the chase. It has Shirley in it. I like it more. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's like perfect. It's it's everything you wanted, right? There is Shirley who is still it's a princess. Vindication. It's excellent. More scenes than I can count, which Kellen Red just goes to Shirley and says, Well, we're gonna have to go now. Can you please take over? Like there's at least like yeah. five of those in this book alone and it's just <laughs> Indictive, indicating. Anyhow, and uh, and dancer keeps saying like you know we might not even come back. Each time they go somewhere. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean they do, and uh, every time they do come back until one day sort of like a chick of the shit, but you know that's for later. Yeah. <clears throat> no, uh, I was very happy reading this because it has smileys. The whole book is just you know smileys tavern. I was very happy with that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so so the whole thing basically takes place there. Almost, you know. Mm-hmm. They're already in Malas. You remember we were thinking they are going to Unta, but apparently they went to Khan and got yeah. thrown out. <laughs> yeah, they went to Khan and the plan from there was to go to like Unta and try and then they got like kicked out of Khan. Like, oh, fuck. well, yes, we're not settling here. <laughs> and... um so you have these guys are like super like goofy and uh, well next time it'll work for sure you know it didn't work in hang it didn't work in con it's gonna work here for sure and then you have dasim who's like sent to the, the dead house because for like some very serious reasons so the stark contrast yeah. there is like very interesting and you have surly and uh, the nappans who by the way are amazing in case you didn't know <laughs> i mean so. i i did not notice that there are so many nappans in the old guard you know, mm-hmm. I thought it was just the Crust Brothers and Nock, maybe. Nock? I, mean, I was not very sure about I didn't, Nock like, being I'm Nathan. fairly sure the only person who isn't Nappan in the Book of the Fallen is Nock. Everyone else is, like, either Nappan or half-Nappan. Talk also. Nock, Nock yeah, he's in the Eslamon's books, both the novels and this. He is Nappan. In the Book of the Fallen, he's not treated as Nappan. I'm not sure why. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. So one of them forgot, and we know who. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> well, slander. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> that happens in this no, book are I, fucking amazing. Yeah. No, there is this one character called uh, Tokaras or something, mm-hmm. but that can't be Tok the Elder. No. Because Tok is Seti. He's not Seti, I don't think, but he lived among the Seti for a while. Later on, yeah. Okay, but he's not Napan. He's just not Napan. No, that's no. all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's. Does this Tokaras guy die in this book? I don't remember this. I don't think so. No, 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 no. Everyone except for like Shrift and Amiss and okay. probably, well, Hall, but we know Hall lives, um, dies. Yeah. Lives. Everyone and then else dies. is fine. Like Grinner is fine. 
Uh, Falkars is fine. The Cross Brothers are fine. I'm not sure I mean, if Rinner actually lives. I don't remember. I'm fairly sure he does. But, yeah. See, the issue is, uh, because these books are so fast-moving, we don't know where exactly Dedo's Landing ends and where Kellanut's Reach has begun. <laughs> Story-wise. So that's why we are getting a little confused about <laughs> yeah, yeah. how this ended. Yeah, yeah but, but it's fine. It's, it's such great fun. Like, 300 pages of just fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you, there's a namesake in this book. You have a namesake? Yeah, and she's a claw, because of course she is. She's a pre-claw, not a, so, not yeah. a, okay, not fine. a claw. Okay, fine, she's a pre-claw, yes, fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's actually a semi-major character, like she's a relatively yeah. minor major character. We get a few POVs, she's a bit, mm-hmm. you know, sick of um, Geffen's shit at some point. Like, the smuggler, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and... Um, She's a claw, which I'm not over yet, by the way. I'm not going to be over it for a while, but... Oh, you that excited that there was... <laughs> no, but it was really cool. They kept focusing on her earring and it has a bird in it and a mockingbird or something. And mm-hmm. it was really nice, you know, the way it came together at the end. Because uh, Dancer using the bird's talon as his calling card, that was sort of obvious, right? The minute we see Ullara, we know that this is the reason why he's going to call his... Uh, killers as talents. Yeah, yeah. But the claw name was was pretty cool. I I, mm-hmm. I did not because Lee was always uh, opposite to these guys, right? All of a sudden she defects, so it was really nice, nicely done. <coughs> so, um, there's also two more characters which we kind of need to talk about, namely uh, Sail and Taishun. Do you okay, want to talk? Yeah. About, which one do you want to talk about first? I think uh, you like both. <laughs> So. I like both. I'll yeah, leave, I can't pick. <laughs> I'll leave the choice up to you. No, uh, Tattersail first because, you know, we know her as Sail. We know her as Tattersail. Then we know her as Silver Fox, Summoner and all that. And here she's Jay. She just calls yeah. Jay, <laughs> which makes no sense. And by the way, small side note, that young uh, maid, Viv, did you catch how old she is? The one I who... didn't, but probably like too young to be, you it's, know. Yeah, she's 12. She's 12 in the book. I got okay. so sick. Yeah. All I right. mean, it was building up to that plot, but oh, it was sick. It's 12. 12 is just no. <clears throat> but anyway, that is it is good fun. And, uh, she has the same Kiska vibes, right? With Aguila. Both of them saying, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I that's true. Want... Which, like, it's like we have Kiska in the tire sale in this book and like Bottle in the Book of the Fallen, just like. Akela just harbors talent for her own purposes. And for some reason, she's an auntie to everybody. I could have thought of something yeah, different. There was like some people who are just auntie to, you know, to anyone. <laughs> like, Bolt is uncle to everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have, <laughs> yeah, true. So I guess it just comes yeah. with the character, you know, like um, Auntie Akela, who is, even in this book, she's the weaver of the House of Life, right? So, yeah, yeah. Even in this book, she's pretty important. There was a name drop of some weaver, right? Some, like, it just dropped something like uh, the enchantress. Like, she's aspected to the enchantress. And also, some name for the weaver. I think the name is Jess. She appears, like, once in the Book of the Fallen. In, like, Colpain's Fall. Among, like, Beru and Desembray when they, like, plot to kill. I don't know why she appeared there of all places, but that's where she is. Okay. Okay. She's a minor deity no, aspect, like weaving and uh, housekeeping and stuff. But 
But anyway, so that was starter sale. And uh, yeah, coming back to the theme of these prequels, of all these prequels in Malazan, which you know, um, do yeah. a great job of going as 180 opposite to what we know as possible. I mean, they're writing these books just to mess with us, right? There's like no other goal. Like, come on. My whole deal with that Tatra sale in the entire book of The Fallen, my whole deal of being forgiving of Silver Fox and all that is because I'm thinking Tatra sale is an extremely guilt-ridden woman who's like haunted by her past. She couldn't save Moth. Moth was like assassinated in his bed by Dancer and she had a premonition and she didn't save him and she ran away instead of helping him and it was like sort of like that was the love of her life and i had so much built up in my head yeah and yeah none none, none of this happens like not even 1% of any of these things happen so uh do we get mox fate in this book or is it the next one i'm not really yeah, sure yeah it's in this book he gets um okay. it depends on your take because i haven't agreed upon it yet you you what sorry the the board of admirals that mock holds like surly enters with the voice and like what happened to mock well, we haven't agreed what happened to him yet like he's dead one of the uh <laughs> the rumor lee says which is the first one we see like he fell off the cliff yeah, yeah. it's like well he slipped or something or he like well, we just, well, we haven't decided yet and then they start fighting yeah. and then kelvin takes the, over the the uh, issue is did you know like so many so many of these deaths or supposed deaths i think dancer just is going on taking the credit for all this. Yes, the protest no, of Lee Hang, not the answer, but yes. Yes. For no, sure. in the sense uh, because uh, nobody is going to believe that Kellen would went and strangle people in their sleep and also they have to use no, dancer's think, name. Yeah, it's Kellen Wood making rumors for dancer. I there, think that's what's going on. There is a throwaway line when I think dancer mocks him saying something like uh, the histories will talk of this and then Kellen <laughs> has his bragged oh histories <laughs> what a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> this is like we see we see this is definitely here, just like... cam pointing the finger at you and saying ha ha idiot. It's it's for me blah blah blah. It's like yeah. I tried really hard to make sense of imperial histories and then this book comes along and just tears it all down. Okay, well. Yeah. I mean that is really threw me off because she she's definitely the, the one of the Kesha Malaz, the queen of Malaz. No, that's all fine. That's all part of her character. All that I agree, but she she just walked out, walked away from Mock. That's all. There is no guilt involved anywhere. She just walked out, and you know, uh, looked for learning battle magics and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she just left. Like there is no um, guilt involved, and and you know that was a lingering question in Gardens, right? Like why is she working for these guys with this? I uh, know, with for the Malasan Empire when. they have actually killed her old lover mock that was a question do you remember and we don't know uh, yeah <laughs> we still don't know we finished the book and we still don't know so you know yeah so this that but i think tashran was much more satisfying because we get mm-hmm. a much in depth view of him his character is like etched out here you it, it makes perfect sense with the rest of the story He's just anti-social. He's like, just yeah. He has the vibe of um. You don't listen to what people are saying. Oh, sorry, what what were you saying? <laughs> like yeah, you don't listen to me. What what, what was that? <laughs> that that's the vibe Dyson gives off, and so it's like yeah, yeah. it is Dyson. It's not. He's not an administrator. He's not a 
planner. He's very smart, obviously, but he's not going to be what they prop him up to be in gardens, you know, this administrator who has to deal with, like, logistics and stuff. He, that's not what he does. That's not his goal. Yeah. And it shows a lot more here because um, he's being, you know, um, captured and interrogated. Like, well, I'm not going to budge. Start yeah. sweating a little bit on the brow. Like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> but uh, He just doesn't catch on. Yeah. 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 No, it, it you, makes you, perfect yeah. sense. Like, this is the type of guy... Who would, you know, not care about who is in power? He doesn't care. Like, Knight of Knives, that's what we see, right? As long as Kellenwood is on the throne, he's going to be loyal to him. As the minute uh, he's thrown out and Surly takes over, he's going to be loyal to her. That, that's all he is. He doesn't care who's going to sit on the throne. He doesn't want it. You know, this, this is what we were talking, right? Like, he's neutral because he just doesn't care. It's all beneath him. I think it's a do- it's like a part of his character that's been efficient that um you know efficiency is paramount so if um certainly is a more efficient empress might as well yeah and yeah. it gets brought up to Kiska like uh but I saw them like enter no you didn't because we agreed that you didn't we agreed that they're dead so <laughs> it's like it doesn't matter yeah. what the truth doesn't matter as long as everything gets done like if the trains arrive in time it's fine yeah. But I think with Tation, the one interesting part was we, we all had a big question, right? Is Drek male or female or does do they change gender according to like Krull and all? No, why are you laughing? I thought that because was really I, interesting. I love the answer he gives. I, I, I really do love it. I, it's, it's an excellent answer. Just It's both. Like, all the, Consistently, they have yeah, both. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's opposite ends of the same entity, right? There's a male mm-hmm. end and there's a female end. One for destruction and one for fertility. So, makes perfect sense. And something, something <laughs> Hinduism, something, something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, there are like Hindu gods who are like half male and half female, but that's like a manifestation of him giving, uh, con- considering his spouse as his equal. It's not like fertility and not no, not that concept, but we have gods. Uh, Described like that, half male, half mm. female. They're mm-hmm. very pretty to look at. Ardhanarishwara, that's the name. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So Drek, so we got an answer for Drek, and I'm I'm still convinced that Tay doesn't just go and talk to Drek. W- which book was that? Uh, when he becomes or, trend. Always Tay. Always the throne. Yeah, so, you know, he was young, and he was just starting out in no, the that, Drek. That is not and, how to communicate, yeah. That is not, yeah. He doesn't just go and talk <laughs> to them. That's <laughs> below. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so there is Night Chill. Night Chill also meets Tatasil uh, briefly. They have mm-hmm. a small chat. Is there anyone else of significance in this? Obo? I mean... Obo comes in. Oh, there is uh, Pharaoh and Trenek. Yeah, everybody's there. Like, the whole gang is there. Like, everybody's, like, more important than Galadbert is in this book. But they don't care but, because they're very... They have much bigger fish to fry. The writers, but, yeah. the talent, the shadow, expectations and stuff. They're there for this. Like, Pyro and Trent are there because they're guardians of the dead house. Yeah. Gala and Obo are there because they have, um, you know, tasks before them. Yeah. And uh, Nadurian oh. comes along and says, well, is Obo going to come out? Well, Obo only comes out if like, the island is in great danger. And it isn't? Not yet. Well, you'll see when he... If he comes out, you're fucked. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but Nadurian was, was a, such an interesting character. 
you know i i didn't catch his name in uh, book of the fallen i didn't know that he, he was named there like twice so yeah oh. he was yeah, the old cadre commander before that or took over after he died in mortwood so oh do you think pda will cover mortwood we're yeah. hoping right i think that's like the sixth book but yes okay i think so book 4 is falar book 5 is seven cities book 6 is uh, mortwood black dog and stuff like that oh we might see the whole but we already have night of knives extensively set in seven cities like the pre uh, yeah well like, pre early uh, seven cities yeah well that's egatan not you know and Egaton like one in? flashback for uberid but that was quite you know that i mean for a novel as small as night of knives i mean it is just you know it's just the siege while well, 70 is a big continent i don't I don't know if there is any more significant things happening there but we'll see we'll see has it been I mean, is it like news that fifth book is seven cities or you're just guessing it's when forge of the high mage was announced there was an outline because you know macam hit like a million copies sold and he made like a roadmap of like this is going to come out in like 2022 which it didn't 2023 which it didn't because covid but you get the idea like the plan was there to and each book was like made to be to come out like one year after the other so that's fairly good it means we'll get more pda books quicker than we're going to get a uh, like witness or reverse books so we have stuff to talk about <laughs> but we got out of uh, out of the scope of the episode back to durian so yeah the durian's fun uh, yeah the durian's good and uh, so basically in this book what we're seeing is on one side we see kelenwood and dancer becoming like actual partners they were like mm-hmm. reluctant sort of partners in dancers and now they're like actual partners they 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 go into business together <laughs> and you know <coughs> i i really like the uh, this type of romance also like ikarium mapo and all are the serious type of romances we see yeah. but these two are consistently goofy these two have completely dispensed away with any notion of like pretense they're just like okay well we're here because we want to like run extortion rings we want to like racketeer people we want money we want to run the smuggling we want to run the black market let's get no, to no, that no, no like no euphemisms of any sort no he doesn't even mention all that like dancer asks him what's the next plan this is a stepping stone to what and this guy just answers to everything of course <laughs> That's all they want to do. They just want everything. So, so um, yeah. So what we're saying was, so this book establishes their partnership thoroughly, completely. There's no doubt that you know they. This is the type of friendship which you need to build an empire. And second, we see them recruiting. Surly and her whole gang are recruited in return for a ship. All they promise is a ship. I just I love it. And they're like like just they buy smileys and just the whole gang comes with them. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's how they recruit Surly and the gang. Then they recruit Tashrun by just saying that, you know, we'll just save you from this death duel. From the drag race that's chasing you, yeah. Yeah, and you just come work for us. And Dasam will help you enter their house and then you just serve us. Right? But Dujek and uh, obviously this just jack guy whom we don't know we have no idea who this guy is obviously these guys are just you know just out of friendship they they join up just out of friendship with the crust brothers and stuff so this is where i think all the gang is coming up i'm not sure where which direction kalanwood reach is going 
because it's a bit you know without spoiling it's a bit all over the place compared to i think it's landing, a, which is like extreme. i think yeah it shows a lot that kelvin just doesn't really give a shit he's doing his own thing and everyone else can like do their own thing so <laughs> which is exactly what i was saying by the way you know like <laughs> but as for later not for when we finish that book anyway no you know what i want to do after finishing pta i want to go back and read night of knives like just mm-hmm. to see what kind of you know in which other way we can see that scene of surly and these two because there is so much history has been built and now we know them like on the ground we are able to see how these guys are interacting so i think it will be much more interesting if you go back to night of knives mm-hmm. uh, do you remember i think i texted sometime back saying i'm shipping a very ungodly couple Yes. Any idea who I meant? Uh, is it Dash and Cher? I don't know. No, that's not. That's that's just a straight up romance. Not that. I was very impressed to see the way Dancer and Surly were working together. Oh Jesus! Okay. They have so that's much mutual respect. That's what you meant. Ungodly like, romance. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there is mutual professionals. But then there is so much chemistry between them, and you know, both of them know what's going on and. Uh, you know slowly they start having this respect for each other so i don't know it, it was very nice it was very obvious that they're not just rivals or anything they're all working together so that was the i i know it's not it's like the opposite of romance but still you know it was very striking for me we want i mean <clears throat> in a sense it's a good thing right it's not romance it's like actual oh, yeah yeah it's chemistry good. It's between good. a guy and a woman in like the line of work it's great because Let's be fair here. Certainly, isn't the most lovable woman in the world. She's not, like, you know, uh, she's described as like habitually scowling all the time, smile like down, surly, like surly. Yes, like surly. Yeah. Um, so she's not like the prettiest woman in the world, but she gets around, you know. But she's efficient. All... That what she is. She is efficient. She runs things very all efficiently. All the people around her, they they respect her massively. All of them. like no exception and uh, the one who uh, who's that uh, traitor among them the one who thinks uh, shrift uh, shrift yeah shrift uh, he right it's a he she shrift okay. is a she <laughs> okay the shrift thinks that uh, surly is going to be the easiest because she is just a princess and you know she'll be an easy target or something and katra like is katra, shot, like, like oh. tries desperately to like crawl down the stairs like passes out like four times and surely going to among you like a little... get up <laughs> we're gonna get you to a healer <laughs> like she's bleeding out all the meanwhile like sort of her thighs open it's like you look like a mess <laughs> and you know we get to see more of her uh, barefoot unarmed yes. fightings yeah yeah and this time instead of possum looking at her uh, fighting people we get to see cow looking at her in the exact same way almost in the exact same way he has a knife held to lee and they're both staring and he uses even the same words i want to see how good she is so was kaul a surprise for you you were expecting him even in dancers yeah i was expecting it to be stefan it wasn't because he's dead but um <laughs> i mean kaul had to come from somewhere <coughs> sorry and kaul is very i think we mentioned this before in i don't in i don't think we mentioned live but kaul in this book is like just kaul dude this guy is the most like the most probably after dasum the most uh, true to the other book's character mm. he is fucking unhinged which is 
awesome. He's very yeah. like prideful, very snarky, very arrogant, extremely arrogant. And he takes an interest in the dead house. We know why. Yeah, he and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he goes after Dancer because Dancer is like the biggest fish in the pond, right? Like I'm gonna be better than him, I'm gonna kill him because I'm better. Yeah. And uh, if he is Dancer, he is going to be like my equal. Right? And I've killed a lot of people who weren't my equal. You know, they claimed to be Dancer but they weren't. Yeah. And I killed them because they're like idiots and they're like defiling his name or something. Yeah. It's so it's like a game to him completely. Dancer doesn't give a shit, then there's past this because his boyfriend's yeah. in danger. But um <laughs> but um to Cal it's all just a game and it's it tracks, it's consistent, and it's great. No, um I think when Cowl came up, I thought that was possum because the description short and thin and no, you know, I, I knew from the, when they mentioned it. the robes, I knew it was like it had to be Cowl. Okay, okay, and, uh, and also he's a mage. Really nice. Wasn't I? I get confused between Topper and Possum and all of them. So I thought that was a clue that it is Possum. <laughs> like, uh, you know, he tries to brag saying that uh, I want you to know that Kaul is the one who killed you and all that. Then Dancer is like, spare me. I, I've heard all this before. I get she has, though. That's yeah. exactly how it transpired in Natural Lament, right? It was like, Stefan, though I am the last student of Hoge, like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Move away. Move aside. I'm busy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that was Kaul. That was quite fun, actually, that he comes up so early. And he's still, yeah. We can see where the rivalry started between these two. Okay, so do we have, what other character do you want to talk about? Are we done? No, not even close. Okay. We haven't, we haven't mentioned the big man. The who? Calor is in this book. Oh, Calor oh, is yes. in this book. Yes, Calor, who knew? Like, oh, I just, I didn't fucking think. Like, I, he came on page. And they mentioned like his hair and the sword, like holy fuck, why is color in this book? Yeah. And then he just dumps like a bag full of gems to like the first guy who's in the boat. Like, holy shit, why is color in this book? <laughs> okay. And um, uh, who does he mention that when yeah. he burns all this uh, sense and says, Now smell me, bitch mm-hmm. and all? Who does yes. he mean in that? Night who? chill. Oh, that was night chill, okay. He was just yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought so. Yeah, yeah. Which oh, I guessed quite early that, like, if Calorie is in this book, that means Nigel's gonna get stabbed. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that delivered. There was no lasting uh, effect of her getting stabbed, right? She's fine. She's a Satanai, like, yeah. And also, yeah. he mentioned, like, a, um, a, um, like, a dust with which he coated his weapons, but we know Otadoral does not work on elder deities. So, Nigel oh. could have blasted him to death if she, if she wanted to, but she didn't. Because she's a bitch and doesn't want to kill Galor because that's the point of his curse. So she got skewered <laughs> and he's like, yeah. like, kill me, motherfucker, kill me. Like, no. No, I won't. No. Yeah. Poor Galor. And then Poor Fisher comes too. along and like picks him up and takes him off. Oh, yeah, that was. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect Galor would be just dismissed it's, so it's, easily. I mean, there is. um. When uh, he tells his name to the guy, was like I don't remember his name. He's Last like uh, time yeah. is the most merciless 
yeah. murderer of all. And then I think it's the dancer, the Thanos Pillowalker guy in Skullcap comes along. Is it like, do you know who the Thanos are? Like, no. Thank you. Now I know, like, hubris is like, and it's such a oh. stark difference between Calor being like, oh, people don't recognize me. God, how far I've fallen. To <laughs> the Thanos dude being taught humility by not being recognized. So that's, yeah, yeah. you know, quite subtle, but it's still stark, you know, it's there. And it's telling about Calor's character. A significant part of this book is in uh, Ototaral Island, which is not, I didn't expect that. <laughs> the sad oh, thing is... Oh, in this book. Holy the shit. Yeah. All the crew is here. Yeah, but there are a few more coming up in Kellenwitz, but we have most of them here. Yeah. No, I, I was going to say that uh, these two guys have suffered in Ototaral mines. They know how bad the conditions there are, but why did they let it happen? Why did they keep shipping slaves even after they took over the empire? Maybe, maybe, just maybe they're not very good. They're not very good people. <laughs> you know, just maybe. They could be bad people, but since they have been through that, <laughs> why they they don't even need the Ototaral. I mean, surely trying to extract Ototaral and protect her with all that that makes sense. These two guys have no use for it. Unless they want to like stockpile it and make sure that nobody else has access to it, I don't I mean, see it makes the money. reason why they don't. Huh? I mean, it is a big source of money and income for the empire. But it's like, I don't know. I mean, it happens in real life, but it's like selling nuclear weapons, right? It's going to come back and bite them. Yeah, so why they're not good sell people. It? <laughs> no, I feel they they want to like stockpile and hide <clears> it so that other people don't get it. That's what I think. Then why mine it? So that somebody else doesn't come and mine it? I don't know. Just don't don't guard the place. Don't like have people prisoners, like political prisoners, to mine that Where ship. Where else would you send prisoners? You need some place for them to go. <sighs> okay. <laughs> oh god, I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> but no, it doesn't make sense <laughs> because this just suffered no, for it, quite a long time. As you time. said, it makes a lot of sense for Surly to do it, but. I think it's just because Kellen is just a dick. Surely just like baits in it. She just puts it around her. She puts a circle around her whenever she wants to stay safe. And she just dusts the whole floor with it. She, she has fun with Oratara. Surely. <coughs> yeah. Uh, so that was unexpected. Them going there. And uh, mm -hmm. I really felt bad for Kellen during that period. Yeah. When he's like. He's like pretty sympathetic sure. actually in a way. It was what? Like. He's pretty sympathetic, and I think like the reasoning given by the book is hilarious. Like, he's crazy enough to the point where a little more crazy might push him over the edge and like keep him alive. <laughs> like he's already fucking nuts to a degree yeah. where it shouldn't be survivable. So just a little more nuts might help. <laughs> no, uh, how long did it take for you to realize that this uh, shattered lance is the Imperial Warren? Like, did you know it immediately? Um. It didn't take uh, when they talk about the scar. I knew it was like the Imperial Warren, but okay. yeah, it didn't take very long. It took me some time because there's so much hints actually. When I look back, like the acrid smell and the dust and all that, it took me quite some time. I think after the second or third visit is when I realized, oh, okay, they have finally they have accessed Imperial yeah. Warren. The, the and is that why like Caleb gets uh, awake? Like, does he like sense that this Warren is being used now? I'm not sure. I don't think so. 
Okay. I think he just goes after Nightshell because, you know, Dracon is just the actual <laughs> hasn't resurfaced. I don't know, one, right? Mm, yeah. Because Cruel gets resur yeah. resurfaces after, like, blood is spilled in the Belfry in Gardens. Gardens, yeah. So, only Nightshell is still out there, and now that she's actually out there, now it's a chance mm -hmm. to go kill her. So. You know, Nightshell has consistently come in both the books. So, we've seen Kellenwood, Dancer, and Nightshell in both yeah. PTA so far. Oh, we also see the Protectress here. Which I was not expecting. Yes. Yeah. We we very uh, probably said that we're not going back to Lee Heng because you know we, we think that's how Cam yeah. writes books. One, yeah, we were wrong. Done with the city. <laughs> yeah, and um, it's actually pretty sad, right? Because um, she asks Dasim to do something he knows he can't. Yeah. We haven't talked about Dasim at all, actually. Like he's fucking cool in this book. I like him in this book. He's he's okay. He's okay. Okay, like, I'll be that way. <laughs> Sorry. No, um, him, uh, the protectress. I just want to ask about her because you keep saying that the liaison are all assholes and stuff. But you know, she's not. She, she genuinely cares for her city. She genuinely has sacrificed herself to protect them. So I don't know. Uh, she's the exception. It's the exception that proves the rule. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think we are repeating this, but still, it Maybe. bears repeating. <laughs> we probably are. <laughs> so, tell me about Dasim. Yeah. Go on. I mean, for one, he has a genuine motivation, you know. He does something he knows that he can't do because, you know, it's Hood he's dealing with. And if anyone's absolute, it's Hood. Um, okay, I you can just cut to the chase and... Talk about Look, the I like Segula. I really like Segula. <laughs> okay, I do. I really do. And the moment yeah. she got in page, like, holy fuck, they're gonna like, okay, this is happening. And yeah. um, it's really well done. Yeah, I think. I like. Even this. if you have no fucking idea what the hell a Segula are, like the way she acts and um, the way she like she behaves around Asim communicates very well. First of all, her prowess because she's beat everyone else. And also Datum's prowess, and also the like the shared the shared respect between the two, and how their society is structured. You may not know where they come from, where they are, who they are, but you know like masks and good swordsmen that don't talk to outsiders because they consider them beneath them unless they're particularly good with the sword. And that comes from like a few scenes with one Segula. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really good writing. Yeah. And also they bang. And <laughs> my boy finally got laid. I'm happy. And uh, do you know, I we didn't record this, but I was so sure that that girl, that young girl whom he uh, takes her to the dead house, that can't be his daughter. We had a very extensive discussion about that because it can't be his biological daughter. And then we were calculating the math. And then I said that there is no way this guy has banged anyone <laughs> So nobody has got pregnant by Dastam. So there's no way that girl is his daughter. <laughs> I think that's why Cam wrote this scene. <laughs> I mean, they could that's have just been like friends. They didn't, they yeah, didn't have to. Yeah, they yeah. didn't have to. But, you know, there is like some... I don't know. Yeah. I think given like the tree is a Segula, I think it's important that they actually do get on, get it on. Because you know, it just kind of does away I mean, with like social taboo of, you know, she needs to uh, adhere to like a rigid set of rules and not be herself. 
don't know. Maybe yeah. that's something could pipe. I don't know. I'm not gonna judge. So, but the whole uh, wordless uh, thing where she just hands him a stick and then starts carving a, you know, a, a sword-like Steve. thing with yeah. it. They, yeah. they both start doing the same thing together. And she knows. So she knows exactly what she so means. Nice. Yeah, it's just it's great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just it's so <laughs> telling of both her characters. It's just yeah. <laughs> that was a little unexpected, yeah, but that is good. She is good, and uh, you know the who was the secular we see in uh, OST. Yeah, awesome. maybe we'll not spoil it, but people do get it on there also. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It's not such a big taboo. But it's like among them, though. It's not like in general, you know. Oh, you mean like with non-secular outsiders? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe that, that you know. I th- you just said we wouldn't spoil it, and then you were to spoil it immediately. <laughs> Let me add. There you speech. go. Now you know. No, no, I will edit this. <laughs> I will edit this. Don't worry. So, yeah. you were saying, um, yeah. So, um, um, so Dasam gets an entry into Dead House and saves his daughter. Nara, yeah, his daughter. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. And Excellent. who? Uh, just uh, can you just remind me, Lee, from? Your book of the knowledge, a uh, book of the fallen knowledge. Okay. What happened to Dasam's daughter? She gets um, used by Hood as a conduit for the training of the crippled god. My God, what a load! What a load of BS that is. Training She's wounded when there. they find her. She's wounded, yeah, but like oh, is it... actually wounded, not sick, wounded, as in like yeah, yeah, she's she has blood, yeah, bleeding. yeah, yeah. So. so like, d- does he use her within the dead house? Like, because she's uh, she's available there, do they just use her and use her blood from inside? It doesn't make sense. No fucking idea. <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But still, right? So that's one more thing the prequels, uh, you know, where instead of answering a question, we get like five more questions now. So... <laughs> Uh, how exactly do these guys get entry into the dead house? Our two friends. At first, they just knock. They yeah, they knock and then they make like a deal <laughs> with Yasaf. Yeah. They're like yeah, well. What was the deal like, like? Actually, I didn't get that. Uh, I don't remember. I I the want hounds, to I remember. remember. They they cut it yeah, something about like blood that... and stuff. Like yeah, we'll feed yeah, you we, and we, you show us something like that. Yeah. You'll, get, you'll see action if you just, you yes. know, let us come and go. We'll bring people and you can chase them and have fun. But I don't know what was their deal with the Azad, so. And, and who are like, the cousins? Yeah, yeah. Of Nightchill, who's the cousins? Who does she mean when she says the cousins? Azad. okay, yeah. yeah. The Azad, Azad. Oh, that, was, yeah. that was really you, cool, yeah. 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 <clears throat> we thought it was the Taist or the Jagged or yeah. distant no, 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 Azad and I. Actually, the Azad. Yeah, which is... Raises a lot more questions about the nature of the Azath houses and what the Azath actually are, but this is not something to be asked of, like, PDA. <laughs> no, but uh, this is just the manifestation, right? We all knew that this is the way the Azath projects itself into the mortal world. Is like this uh, stone tower and... The house, yeah. 
just a house yeah just regular house but yeah it's much more than that and it makes uh, it's really weird it's really weird to imagine and it's fun so they are the cousins okay so i'm sure there's something more i want to say i'm i'm sure i have more to say okay take your time oh i mean yeah there's obviously like the ending right which we didn't discuss like the battle and everything. Oh, there were quite a few battles here, was, right? It was actually, yeah, it was a really cool sequence. There's always like, you know, Admiral Esselmond writing really good naval battles when you <laughs> read it, not me. Um, but the land battles in like the streets of Malaz City and like Dasim going alone to hold like an entire bridge and like, okay, we're going to barricade the bridges so that they can't come across and everything. That was cool. We have a lot of those things, right? Like one guy facing off a whole bunch of soldiers, well, like it Even should be known it's complete bullshit, but that's, that never happens. Like, he was going to get pelted like, crossbow let's, shots let's, 20 times. But, yeah, fantasy, it's so. cool. Yeah. It looks cool. And Dasim <laughs> is effortlessly cool, to be fair. He is cool. And uh, what does our Jack do? The young guy Jack? He, yeah, he burns the bridge. <laughs> you know, in case you ever wondered who that guy was. <laughs> Who this guy is, whom Dujek brings him aboard and says, yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. He's officer trained, but he didn't pass and all that. Yeah, no idea. And people didn't like it. Like, I, I saw people saying, like, oh, isn't this, like, too much pandering and stuff? But, you know, what what's wrong in being pandering? I should say, I yeah? like this interpretation a lot more than what, like, Quick Ben says. About you know like burning the bridges <laughs> in your past. I think that's fucking <laughs> cheesy, dude. This is a lot cooler. <laughs> like burning an actual bridge, yeah, that makes like, sense. This, this, yeah. this is the shit. This is what I'm here for. You know, like marines and like sappers being badass, not like oh, the symbolism. No, it's like he gave Erickson gives us a metaphorical answer to why they're called bridge burners. Esselman just gives us an actual burning bridge. I mean, I can't even wouldn't bother like metaphor and shit. No, it's literal. It's like we have actual bird talons, actual claws. Exactly. Yeah. Actual yeah. burning bridges. Like there is so, these guys aren't that smart to, to make metaphor. They made the metaphor later, and they like made a thing first, and like oh, we should actually make this look pretty for the histories. But no, like but, the real thing you know, was messy. Yes, you go on. Sorry, sorry. With this history, does your uh, fiddler's age make sense? How did Fiddler, because we think that the bridge burners were formed only like much later, just when Quickburn came in. No, it doesn't clear up anything. What if like they were bridge burners from the beginning, even before like Kellenwood took over? Fiddler has been in the Malazan military for about 15 years by the time Morocco happens. Yeah. And uh, he, by then, he's supposed to have rescued Dunsparrow from Dunsparrow, the Temple of Hood. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. It it doesn't make it's not supposed to make sense. It doesn't mesh. It's not going to mesh. So yeah, as you should. Right. So did, uh, we didn't meet Iko in this book, so we don't know what's no, going on no, there. Yeah. We didn't go. To, we went to Itko Khan briefly. No, there was just like a no. There was no battle. They were just off off. I don't, I don't remember. Like Itko Khan is uh, conspiracies and all that. Like, I don't think we went there, but. We went to Corn. You know, the whole Naples and Malas people. Yeah, yeah. They think they're going on a joint raid and then... Which, yeah, like, an I should not... Like, Mark is mm-hmm. fucking stupid, dude. That's Mark the point. Like, yeah. He's so dumb. God. <laughs> he's a pirate king. What do you expect? You don't expect a mastermind genius guy who is... He's just too scared to even leave his hold. 
And the one my time brother he leaves... and he gets <laughs> nauseous. He has like he gets seasick. <laughs> this guy, like, can you be more irreverent if you tried to carry that you built up? Like, come yeah. on. He has oh, the name of the hole and everything, even in the Mars and Emperor times. It's still Mox Hole that like Mo- the guy is an Admiral Cake was seasick. Yeah. God. And all he says is, you know, what would I do without my data sale? <laughs> Die, apparently. <laughs> I mean, it's the first thing he does yeah, the moment Darcy leaves, he just fucking dies. <laughs> In, yeah, that's true. So that is Mock Mock was really yeah, quite stupid to read that. So, um, there was. Do we go to Handman's? I think very briefly we go there because the other smugglers are hanging out in Hangman, right. and these guys are hanging out at Smiley's. So mm-hmm. these are the two shitty taverns in Malaysia, not the waterfront. So, <laughs> and yeah, I think we are not discussing more because the rest of the story has moved on to Kalanjot's Reach, I believe. Yeah. It's, right. it's, I think better we just stop here. <clears throat> Is there more to say? I mean, beyond certainly being badass, you know, like taking ass and taking names. You know again, what? But... Just take the rest of the episode. I don't know. I, I, tell us how badass Surly is. It's not just Surly. It's like you have uh, the aforementioned cool naval battles. You have more buildup of characters like Urko, who can't cook for shit. And can like, you uh, say, Garthron, sorry, can yes? I just add? Urko sounds like a dumbass in this. He sounds like such, like, you know... It's, it's weird. It's, it's really weird. Like, he's very simple-minded or something in this. Not the fossil-collecting <laughs> smart dude no, who is like... I, don't, I, I didn't, I didn't get that. No? Because I... They have... I, he has a very, like, um, weird relationship with his brother. You know, that he, like, bounces off a lot of, of like, Carthorne's ideas. But he's the type of guy to go rush a fucking hound because look at him funny. And, like, almost kill it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that true. is Urko Cross. That is, that is Keeper. <laughs> so yeah, I, I yeah. hope we get uh, we get why he's called keeper because I hope we get an answer for that. I don't remember. No. I think there might be an answer. How to change? I don't remember because he gives his name no, in, like seven cities first in like early early, and then he gives his name in like Malazan. I don't remember. No, I don't know. Anyway, no. uh, did you notice the bit about like um, how Shrift and uh, Ames and the others were buried? Uh, um, they were. <laughs> <laughs> because that's where all the napons are buried at sea and yeah yeah do you have anything to say about that <laughs> <clears throat> has any drowned napon ever resurfaced <laughs> you know that's the, all i want to say the humor of it is lost right when you start reading gardens because the rest of it is so serious the humor of all her old guard having drowned and then you realize that this is an island nation yeah, like, they, island he, she knows her. She knows every single one of them from like her childhood. Yeah, I mean, and they have all like sworn not... oaths to be with her until like the end, and then they betray her, which is poignant. Yeah. You know, who is really the betrayer no, but... here? No, I'm. I'm just saying that you know, it's it's hard to miss it. It's it's really hard to pick it up because you don't really think that there is humor written. You know, such under the surface humor. In these mm-hmm. books, because it, it's a total source. What? What happened? What did I under say? the surface humor. It's very under when the surface. Yeah. When they've drowned at sea. Oh God! I that was not unintended pun. Are you groaning or are you laughing? <laughs> Both. 
Good God. I didn't even try. Okay. Fine. That's all I wanted to say. It's it's easy to miss. That's all I wanted to say. Moving on. Yeah. So um, what does Urko Crest make? What's his favorite dish? I don't remember. Boiled pork. <laughs> and onion soup. Yeah, like a, there's a, a joke about dancer ordering like boiled bar. Um, what was it? Like um... I don't remember, I like some really simple dish, and like vegetables. So like even Urko can't ruin that, can't <laughs> yeah, possibly yeah. ruin that. Like so, you know. yeah. no wonder Smiley's it's so excellent. That's why I have a demon proprietor now. That's sort of like the best ale in like Malaya City. <clears throat> yeah, I'm so um, happy we picked that name because we, we both yeah. had not read this book and we both did not know that <laughs> this is what we had no idea. We walked straight <laughs> into this like but, fine. It makes sense, right? It's great. Like, This, this is the high it's the most bootleg tavern <laughs> front ever. Yeah. Um, so, uh, mm-hmm. we see Hall. So, Hall is already a powerful mage here. Yeah, she's a major ruse, which... He's a I major ruse. Yeah, yeah. We can't talk about ruse anymore without thinking of... Okay, that Hall is true. Thing. That's true. God. Yeah. But um, right. the reason I bring up the major proofs thing is because there's not supposed to be that many of them. It's meant to be a very difficult war to master, and only like certain nations have like proofs mages, Maris. like yeah, the Maris yeah. and the Napans apparently, and the Falari. Hi, Malik. Um, but which we'll get to in like the fourth book. But yeah, whatever. I, I, I'm April, not looking forward to that. To be left. honest. Yeah. Sorry. What? Um, I'm not looking forward to that. To be honest with you. You're not. But I thought Cam not... like reassured you that. I think yeah, he did say that he's not gonna make him likable. But I don't, I don't hold faith. I, I maybe he just maybe he's likable. Maybe he's really the victim, like never saying and like you know, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, let's keep uh, Malik aside. But yeah, uh, Hall is a ruse. He's a major ruse, and everyone is looking to Canada like. The fuck is this dude? Yeah, the mage of manas, the, the, the mean ass mage. Um, um, shadow, the mage of shadow. Shadow, yeah. So, the awakening of shadow, and we brought this up in the last episode. How very like intrinsically and interestingly, Cam explains Warrens. Yeah. Um, because. You know, as we brought up last time, Kelvin like explores Shadow. Now he's more mastered it. Now he knows what he's doing, and the perception changes to how others view him and why he is so dangerous. Because okay, Shadow is mostly illusion, right? It's not gonna like blast someone to face like Talos did or Thayer, like Tarotil does, right? Yeah. He's much more subtle as Kelvin is. Well, which by the way, do we mention how Kelvin came to be? Because he was the really name. Oh god, the name! Oh my god, the name is excellent. Oh. Uh, it's so stupid. Like, it is so clever. And then he has the audacity to tell dancer. I didn't question you when you picked dancer as a name. Like, my God. At least dancer had it has some This meaning. Is, it has so some... to be fully fair. In yeah. the theory, in like slash first language, first ember language, Kelan Virad means high mage, but I think that's like retconned. So that can't make sense. There is so much retcon everywhere. That uh, it's that like it's definitely inserted by Stephen because like he knew <laughs> Cam came up with the name in a really stupid way. Like I can't, I cannot keep it like this. I need to fix this. 
no and and i think that's why cam gave amanas and cotillian this weird as uh, explanation like amanas has something oh. between swan who questions oh. things and that was pretty good that, that was cool, cool. That is so dumb what do you like it's it? cool yeah why I not mean, see amanas it's fine but cotillian come on we know that cotillian is because of the dance and it, yeah. it makes so much meta meaning why would we just change it into something like one why would it make sense watches? why would it mean something in the world though not in world i understand but still it just i didn't like it but as you say it's because erickson came up with an explanation for kellenwood probably aslan thought you know why don't i just explain away these two names it's they have so I much like back very, with these books they're very you know um representative books uh books not names not books I like the names. I like, I I I just like that kind of thing, you know, like the yeah, prophetic yeah. like weird names given by whatever that was, whatever that was, which had a, like an a really interesting quote that you tweeted at some point. Which book? Which one? Something the, the, uh, something the about demon, like yeah. the land, yeah, people belong to the land and nature of them. Which is a fucking yeah, cool yeah. quote by the way from a book you didn't expect to have one. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Cam has <clears> a lot of these uh, gems in between i i highlight a lot of them sometimes i just tweet them out it's good fun <laughs> so what have we not talked about oh, we not really talked about tyson in cartool have we that don't hardly think... like he do, he doesn't notice much so i don't see the point <laughs> but isn't that uh, quite a bloodthirsty cult they just throw yes. people into these yes. insects and... oh god disgusting and yeah and it makes perfect sense for drek to just go around slaughtering her own worshipers which by the oh. way like she does give tayshan the warning right like they have um some they're doing wrong stuff and like if they continue um, where there will be repercussions and then there were and then they killed them so yeah yeah they give a precaution and then they sort of spare him because krull thinks he's the one krull like has told them foreshadowing that Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I not mean, the most subtle foreshadowing when it's books. already it's happened. But, you know, yeah. it is, in a way. Yeah, yeah. So, right. I think we're done. I don't think there's anything left because it went really fast. And ideally, we don't want to spoil anything from Kellenwood's speech, <laughs> which is oh, it's so much fun. We, we've both finished like half, half so far, I think. A more more than half. half. We're like, yeah, we're like on chapter 15 <laughs> or so. out of yeah, 20. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to be finished quickly. So, if there's right. one takeaway from this, it's that uh that has landed is a very fun book. It's very it's that sort of lament plus in the sense that it's very reverent to the characters that have already been established, but it's also yeah. full of callbacks, full of like interesting little notes and lore and tidbits and stuff. And it's more polished I think than the L. I think this book has more tighter in a manner that's more engaging because okay cool like then Dorian and Wu and Li Hang I didn't really care for this yeah whereas when they were coming to their own they had like actual confidence in their abilities they were more established it wasn't like I'm going I'm out to prove myself because I want to be the best of the best and shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah in this at least, at least I think it's safe to say it's not why you know we yeah. have left why you behind yeah it's more yeah. fun yeah It's it's more epic fantasy than a uh, high fantasy. Yeah. 
it is still a bit, you know, it's very character driven. It's not so much about like the big implications of how different like warring um, island nations will uh, affect like the trade. No, it's just about Calibre Dancer, the boys ascending. But, yeah. you know, but everything else is in the background, but less so than in Dancer's Lament, I think. It's more interesting because we brought up in Dancer's Lament, like the siege is on the background entirely and no one notices because nobody cares. <laughs> um, here, the background actually matters because the background is where our characters are taking place. Which okay. foreshadowing because Surly and Dancer kind of take place in the background. Like Calibre takes the forefront of, I'm going to be like, the best mage of me of mean ass there ever was, and I'm gonna go take like the turn of shadow in the first row and the shit. Yeah. Which everyone has to start somewhere, and uh, a tavern in Mala City is not somewhere for these guys. So, so um, just as a last bit, how exactly did they choose Mala City? Why did they come to Malas from Khan? Good question. There is an answer. Uh, Kellett would say something like open blusters that winds have favorably sent us here or something. And Dancer says, this was the first boat that was leaving and we had to leave in a hurry. <laughs> That's where they ended up in Malas City. I mean, he would say that, right? <clears throat> I mean, they had to escape and after they reached there and then Kellett would think, oh, this is a good base for us to establish things in. No, don't make faces. It doesn't matter. They just took the first boat out of town because they were getting but- hounded there. But he would say that, wouldn't he? Right. Yeah, sure. Sure. It is a very pertinent question to, like, how much does Kellen know from his research? Because we know, even from the last book, that he has Oleg's notes, with which he, he uses for sand. I mean, yeah, he does so know that How Malaz much is does like... he know? How much does he know about Malaz? How much does he know about Shadow? How much does he know about stuff? Is it really Malaz... just luck? Is it really the first I mean... boat that he took out? Is Dancer just being led along into like believing that yeah. it's just the first boat? Is it actually the first boat? Is Gallimitz an idiot? Is he just a lucky idiot? Who knows? Oh my god, yeah, yeah. And these are not questions that will be answered, and that's the point. So, um, uh, Malaz is uh, known for the shadow moon and shadow storms and all that. So, so is it it's actually an accident? Is it really the first boat they took out? Is it know, are they just lucky? <laughs> we don't know, and I don't think we will know. So, yeah. On that note, I think uh, we best close because yeah. we're going to spoil Calvary differentially at this rate. <laughs> so yeah, uh, read Path of Ascendancy; it's good fun. Yeah, and I think so, we ought to give a shout out to Banks, who is actually reading Path of Ascendancy and bringing attention to this. He uh, does, yeah. So. I mean, I, if you I watch this, Alex, to... um, thanks, because <laughs> these books really do deserve it, and we didn't read them for too long. So he's doing like a midpoint and an endpoint discussion for each of these books. So. It's going to be much more detailed than what... And he'll probably finish it before we do, because he's, like, (laughs) fast as fuck at home. But, yeah, yeah, we ought to wrap up now, so thank you very much for watching. I have been Lee. I've been Mora, so thanks, And this has been Smiles Podcast. Thank you, Mora. Good night.